Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Behind Closed Doors. In my last episode, I was talking about finally getting married. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about the toxicity. Now, Zach's mother, whom I will refer to as the egg donor, since she is no mother to him, continued her toxic ways. You would think a person would give a newly married couple space and privacy. Not her. She felt entitled to continue to do whatever she pleased, and that meant entering our home whenever she wanted to. Whenever she would invade our privacy by not knocking, Zach would tell her that she needs to leave. She, in return, would fill her boyfriend's head with lies, and he would barge into our area, demanding that Zach apologizes to her. Are you serious? Who is going to apologize to someone that is entering someone else's home without any permission? The egg donor is a gaslighter, and that is what she does to people. She gaslights people to think she is the victim. She fabricates stories so people have pity for her. Like the story about her family performing an exorcism on her. Seriously, are you that gone in the head? Come up with that one? She said that they stripped her from her clothes and made her wear a white robe. That is not an exorcism. When an exorcism is performed, you stay in your clothes. That sounds more like a cult thing from the Mormons that she is affiliated with. The stories that come out of her mouth are so off the wall. Complete bullshit, if you ask me. She manipulates people to get her way. She is narcissistic. She is one of those people that has to have the last word, and if she doesn't get her way, she throws a fit. Her boyfriend is so brainwashed by her that he cannot even see the truth anymore. He fell into her trap. No matter what you say to this woman, she will throw a fit and threaten you with her boyfriend. This woman has killed my mental health. She made my progress go backwards. Anytime I heard her voice, I would go into a fight or flight mode. That tells you how toxic she is. Whenever she was gone, I would be fine. The minute she would come back, the fight or flight mode would return. I do not know how many times you have to tell someone to knock. And threatening people with your boyfriend, please, grow up and learn to deal with shit on your own. You can tell she has no clue how to be an adult. She was 47 and can't even listen when told to knock. How she collects disability is beyond me. How is she disabled if she can take her two dogs outside on a leash? Two dogs, not trained, and I know they pull on their leashes. Also, she is on disability, but can go every day, Monday through Friday, to an elderly man's house and clean it, making $100 a day. She cannot even clean up her own home. Her home looks like it should be on hoarders. Does she report that to welfare since she's got food stamps? I know she doesn't because she has told me not to say anything to anyone about the money she is making because she doesn't want to get into trouble. Sorry, but you told the wrong person that because I do not care if you get into trouble. And I hope she does. I have proof about this as well. I make sure I have evidence in order to back up everything I say. Her and her boyfriend decided that they were going to go to Saratoga. She had the audacity to ask me to go with them. I'm sorry, I don't go anywhere with psychos.
I told her no, and she proceeded with, why not? Is she that deaf? Anyway, shit hit the fan before the trip. She kept calling mine and Zach's name every five minutes. Neither one of us responded. Then she just walked in. Zach had enough with her and told, finally told her off. That is what toxic people need. More people telling them off and calling them out on their bullshit. She then threatened her boyfriend on Zach. Of course, when the boyfriend came home, he came in and blew up at Zach, swearing and threatening him. Zach told the both of them that they needed to leave. They did not listen to Zach, and Zach yelled at them again. When they did not leave, Zach barricaded the sliding barn door. They tried to push their way through, and he announced that he would call the police on them. They went around to our main door and tried to bust in that door. Zach called the police, and it took them an hour to get to us. Ironically, while we waited for the police to show up, two Mormons knocked on my door. Are you kidding me? She literally called Mormons for backup? That was a big laugh. Pathetic that she would call Mormons to come to our door. Apparently, she is stupid, and she's lucky Zach did not go off on them, too. It was explained to the police what had happened. They did not listen to us. All they could say is, this is what happens when you live with family. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? We have our own side we pay for, and they have no reason to be on our side. They went over to talk to the egg donor and her boyfriend. She used her fake voice with them, using her gaslighting ways to talk to the police officers. was ridiculous. The police told all of us not to talk to each other for 24 hours and settled the issues ourselves. What do tax dollars pay for? The day before they were to leave for Saratoga, the boyfriend screwed the sliding door shut. What, did they think we'd go on their side while they're gone? We do have a key, so what was the use of that? But whatever, that kept the egg donor on her side. I watched as the boyfriend left. He left with a trailer on his truck with a tractor on it. Seriously, did you think we were going to go take the tractor for a joyride while you were gone? Then I saw that the egg donor's vehicle was still in the driveway. All I could think is she isn't going and I'll be stuck with her toxicity. Luckily, she did eventually leave. While they were gone, we started packing up our side. We were done with them. We were going to get out of the clutches of those toxic people. My mental health could not take being there anymore. When they returned, we were heading to the car to go to the hospital because I wasn't feeling good. The egg donor approached the car and said, are you moving? No one answered her, so she went on my side. I saw you bringing boxes in. Are you moving? All I could think is you spent your vacation watching the camera on the garage? Pathetic. I finally said yes, and Zach backed out of the driveway. She messaged my telephone. Excuse me, my cell phone. You would rather move than apologize? Apologize for what? Neither one of us should have to apologize to any toxic person. It gets better. I was in the bedroom and heard a pound on the main door. I got up and looked out it. There was Zach's grandfather on the steps and the egg donor standing at the bottom of the steps. I opened the door and here is the conversation between me and Zach's grandfather. 
The grandfather said, when are you two moving? I said, when we find a place. The grandfather said, well, I contacted the code enforcer and this place is not zoned to be in an apartment. I need to know by 4 p.m. when you will be out. I said, we will be when we find a place. The grandfather says, if I do not have an answer, the sheriffs will be here to remove you both from here. After he left, I called Zach and told him what happened. I told him that it did not feel safe being there, which I never felt safe being there. He called the police and they didn't show up for an hour. I told the sheriffs what had happened and the officer stated that the code enforcer doesn't just remove people from their homes. And they also stated they have no records of them being contacted by anyone from the household about the situation that was mentioned. They also stated that sheriffs don't just come in and remove people. Then I was asked if I was given an eviction notice and I said no. The officer said that the egg donor and her boyfriend cannot just kick us out with a without a proper eviction. The sheriffs went on the other side to talk to the egg donor. I warned them that she likes to fabricate and is a gaslighter. Shortly after they talked to her, Zach, Zach's grandfather showed back up. The egg donor called her daddy pathetic. I couldn't hear much, but I did hear her trying to get information about what I was talking about to them. I hope she enjoyed getting no information. Then, then when they went to get in their vehicles, she walked over to their vehicles. Are you serious? They aren't going to give you information about my report about your cycle ass. Luckily, we found a place and got our move-in date, Labor Day. We got to move in, so all day our stuff was being moved out of the toxic house and put into our new home. Leaving that place felt so good. No contact with those people has felt so good. If she steps foot on our property of our new home, we will not hesitate to have her removed. I'm hoping to watch her get handcuffed. Wish we could get a restraining order or an order of protection, but my health is not good enough to go to court, especially having to see her again. Now, that is the end of today's episode. So I'd like to leave you with, if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions about today's episode, feel free to email me at behindcloseddoors.podcast23 at gmail.com. And with that said, I would like everyone to have a wonderful day. Until next time.